0: the show. Be sure to check us out at Bearded Bean Coffee Company for your very own bag of Shipwreck Show Coffee. Let the taste and aroma of hazelnut stimulate your senses as you kick back, relax, and catch the next live. And for all your health and wellness needs, be sure to check us out at RogersHood.com for products to help cleanse your body of unwanted toxins, helping you live your best life. Use Shipwreck 5 for 5% off any of your Rogers Hood products and start the journey of cleansing your body of worms today. We also have a variety of tumblers, beer glasses, and coffee mugs for your drinking pleasure. All the links needed for that are listed below in the description and in the About tab of Hit This Here channel. Be sure to hit the Like button, which helps push us further out into the algorithm. And if you're new here and like what you see, be sure to hit the subscribe and the bell so you don't miss a show. I also want to give a shout out to all of our YouTube members who help us keep the lights on. For 5 bucks a month, you get access to fun emojis, first look at the weekly guests, and access to shows that may not be streamed publicly. To join the crew, simply click the Join button or the link listed here in the description. With that all being said, you guys, as always, I love your faces. Thank you for all you do. Thank you for your support. Thank you for everything and enjoy the show. Bye, guys. Ladies and gentlemen, good morning and welcome to the Shipwreck Show. My name is Shipwreck and I will be your host. And this morning we have Jen Snow in the morning show with Ship and Jen in the morning. Good morning, Jen Snow. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. No, you're not frozen. I saw your message, but I'm also on my phone oh. and I, I don't have it. But no, you are not frozen. Oh, it's good to see oh, you. Oh, okay. Okay. Nice to see you I was like, oh, I'm frozen. I better let her know. Fr- no, you're fine. Happy Monday. Okay. So happy Monday, Jen. You guys in the chat. Happy, happy Monday. Monday. We had guys. Stone, Bryson, and Alex King, and Purple Princess, and Scott Meyer. Good morning, Angie Barnes is in here. Alex King again. <clears throat> Rebel, Rebel. Good morning, Rebels. Rebels triggered because she's got to go to work. It's great, Rebel, because oh. we're gonna talk about triggers today, and we're gonna liken triggers to um. Watch the Water which we did this weekend. And so we're going to talk a little bit about the triggers and the emotions behind triggers and what that kind of looks like. I'm going to give my two cents here on Watch the Water uh and and kind of some other stuff that's going on out there from Shanghai and so on. Uh but Heather the artist good morning and Mama Jackson good morning. Good morning. You guys good morning, good morning, good morning. It is so good to see you. I'm so glad to be here. I feel like and because I have Sundays off now, right? And so like when I come back on Monday, like I have this whole like renewed sense of energy like i should take more time off maybe
1: maybe like time i don't know
0: recharge recharge Recharge. i am i am gonna have to take our mondays off i think starting pretty soon because my kids they start baseball and they have practice in the morning very soon here i'm just like like eight o'clock i can't even i can't even do anything with it to sleep in but uh (laughs) that's where we are so jen jen good morning you guys good morning I want to talk about triggers today. and I messaged you yesterday. I said, Hey, and uh, I don't, who drew a penis on this? Somebody drew a penis on this paper. <laughs> I just noticed this. <laughs> what is wrong with the people in this house? Um, <laughs> where are we at? Hey, We're here. The I'm boys, sorry. my brothers used to do stuff like that all the time everything's always, this is why we're moving, we're moving the ship downstairs to the basement. More to come on that. The kid needs his own. It's, it's a whole thing more to come on that. But uh, <laughs> so then they won't be able to get out. I'll probably put a lock on the door, but I okay, to you want to get any special notes. It won't. I won't. No special notes with peeners or wieners. They call them wieners. Okay. <laughs> Over the weekend. so Saturday night we watched, we watched, watch the water. And this is something that people have been on me to watch and asking about all week. Uh, was whether or not I watched this documentary. I know that you had popped in uh, sporadically throughout it. I don't know. You said you didn't. You didn't get a chance to stay for the whole thing. You didn't no, lose I, much. I
1: had my parents for um, for Easter, so we were, we were actually cooking dinner at the time. So I was trying to like listen and cook and do everything.
0: No, I get it. Like I we schedule these watch parties at the most opportune time. I think the last one we did too was revealing Ukraine, and was <laughs> on like a Sunday morning at eight o'clock. Like here you go, guys. Let's go. Let's learn about all the horrors that happened in Ukraine with the Nazis uh, on a Sunday morning while you're eating your oatmeal. Enjoy. Um, <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna work on the timing of these better. And this was on Easter weekend. What we did? Well, we we did the watch party. Jake um did join us eventually to kind of banter back and forth off of the documentary, and I know he had some concerns and had heard some things. I had also had some concerns and had heard some things, and so we went into the documentary with a very Uh, Open mind, but almost kind of where we weren't so far to the to the believing that it was that was fact or that it was true, that Mm -hmm. we were blinded by the fact that this side of the media does a lot of the same things emotionally that like your CNNs and your MSNBCs do. And so Mm -hmm. it was really important that we did it this way because a lot of people were very angry and very scared. And if you watch the documentary and if everything in it is true, there's absolutely 100 percent a percent reason to be angry and to be scared. The meat and potatoes of the documentary is that the accusation is the, the, there are I don't know, the elite or the government or somebody is putting snake, snake venom into the water and poisoning the masses via snake venom in, in your water. So mm -hmm. I want to start with that. That was the first thing. And I think that's where people's first triggers kind of came in at because they were like well, we're all mad at the government anyway, because they're just fucking us left and right. Like one shove, no grease with a cactus. Like we're all just we're all just sitting in a proverbial land of screwed, like because we uh-huh. can't afford anything. But we're all genuinely happy. And so we, you know, we just make do with what we got. But I want to talk about that first part. So putting snake venom into water to poison the masses. And then there, the other accusation from it was that was what was causing the Ovid case symptoms, if I remember right. Yes. So are they putting venom in the water? I don't know. Like, I, I wouldn't put it past them. So there's that. I, no, I wouldn't put true. it past the government to do something so malicious and so detrimental in an effort to control the population or to control the people so they don't rise up and take over or they don't remember all the things. And we talk about this a lot. We, they don't remember all the things that they are, uh, their God given ability to do. Mm-hmm. I don't. We, they talk about the fluoride, right? This is one of the yes. first things I learned in the land of woo. Is that the fluoride that's in the water and in your toothpaste, it calcifies your penile gland when your pineal gland is what, yes, it's what
1: allows you to be more connected all the time. Correct. And but so if it's it
0: calcified like a rock, it, can't it doesn't work. do anything, but sit there and probably give you migraines. Right. So it's just sitting there. So is it possible? And well, and then they toted fluoride as being a good thing. I can remember when I was little. My dad being like, oh, yeah, they put fluoride in the water to help you with your teeth. Well, it turns out yeah. fluoride doesn't even really help you with your teeth. I remember it the just,
1: things when you go to the dentist and they make yeah, you, you had to correct. bite down on it and you had the sucker thing
0: in there and you're like, "Huh?" Oh, like, correct. But now it's coming out that maybe fluoride not only is not necessarily good for your teeth, but it is not good for um, your bones, not good for anything that you do, yeah. if it does anything at all. So give me one second here. Glenny. you followed me. I don't know why you followed me. But I'm 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 just gonna do this. Bye, Glennie. He drives me nuts. Like he comes into every live and just starts shit with all the people. And then a lot of them, they don't know that we don't do that. And so they take the bait and then they argue and we're just not gonna do that. Okay, so back to this. So would they do something like this? Yeah, probably. Probably. I, I don't see why not. Um you got lots of money and you want power, and would you poison the water system? Maybe. Is it well, financially logical to come in and put a bunch of snake venom in the water no in my opinion no okay it costs a lot because anti-venom is caused by snake venom it like that's how it's created then i just feel like that's a lot of work even for just one little vial of snake venom now they could they do something synthetic and then da yes they could uh but again why would they need to do that when they've got everybody and their dog lined up to get jabs uh, for a a virus that they made up and blew up um, unreasonably worldwide, to begin with. <laughs> worldwide and, and probably really didn't need to um, because it, it turned out to the majority of it uh, was was bunk. I mean, and that's that's coming out now. I mean, like MSNBC, they carried a big article about Ovid K and how mm-hmm. the numbers were misconstrued and, and were mistaken. There was a lot of mistakes that were made when it came to reporting the numbers of COVID and the COVID deaths. That's just and we knew it, that from the it, beginning, but It's been out I there for a while, too. A long time. And, yeah. then, and then we knew it then, too. And we're not even doctors. Like, we're just We're people. Flashing, I guess We're people. So does it make sense for them to do that? No. But what it did do is it already triggered a bunch of people who are already really, really triggered by the actions of the government. And it, and it made their triggers
1: even bigger. worse.
0: And More bigger, times. scarier. And so people were making these big... One lady came into my live and said, they spent $500 on water filters for their home. And I'm just like, did you have your water tested first? Like, cause you can get your water tested for all kinds of things. Um, d- d- before you did all this, like, cause you may not have needed to do this. Right. And then somebody else told me then Stu Peters, like was part, like part of his, you know, like we do Mrs. Rogers hood, whatever we call mm-hmm. it. Affiliates. Well, one of his affiliates, and I, I haven't looked this up. This was just told to me. So don't take it taste whatever. But, They told me that he then one of his affiliates was like a water filter company the fuck out of here. So there was that. Okay, I don't know if that's true. We're going to go look. We'll go look it up. But it it reminded me a lot of the Mike Lindell stuff. So Mike Lindell came out. I don't know if you were there for this either. But Mike Lindell is is I'm not even really sure what he is. He's a salesman. He, He owns a company. Smart guy. Good marketing. Right. He's got a yeah. demographic that he goes after, and that demographic is people that are on the right, but so far on the right that they don't critically think about other things. And so, and they they just pour money into this guy. And I'm sorry if you do. It's true. That's when you watch his ads, that's who he's going for. That's why he's like, well, they're taking down all the patriots, and you need to help Mike Lindell and sell his pillows, and here's a link. Go buy it. And he sold lots of pillows during this documentary. He made this whole production about the election odd didn't actually cover the logistics of the odd brand until the end of the live or till like the last 30 minutes followed up with another ad, billions of watches and no, nothing came from it. Nothing. Well, nothing, it's, nothing. Yes. it's marketing
1: strategies. They it's yeah, it is again, what the government's doing with us is what they're doing with advertising. It's how it works. They get that, tri- they get that anchor, that focus, that emotional connection and they come across as the guy who person who knows
0: everything, and then they go, whoosh, hook. They do, but they, they do it. They then it's just and in my opinion, especially with this kind of stuff, it all all it does then at this point is cause cause create an even further divide. Because I'm oh, I'm big God. on not saying well the left and a bunch of sheep and da 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 da. Just as I'm big on not saying like alt right and mm-hmm. yeah, there's some pretty terrible names for that side of the right too. Like, I feel like everybody, you know, we could just stay in this center place. But when you start, I feel like that's who Mike Lindell goes after. These alt-right people, these people that, and they do it. They get like they closed all Mike Lindell's. That's that's the ad that I'm seeing now. They closed all his accounts and we need to support him. And here's 20% off of my pillow. Sold tons of pillows, right? It's good marketing, but I need you all. And if the pillows are good, buy them up. Go get, go get yourself some Mike Lindell pillows. That's fine. But understand what's happening here. This is a marketing play, And this is this. I can do this, too. I don't a lot. But I I can. If I've got something major, like this morning, that I want to talk about, we're going to just talk about it. I'm not going to advertise it for a week to try and get a big bump and then come out and not have anything. Like, this is why I don't like to put, like, topics with shows or anything like that. We tried this with Mount Rushmore. I had a whole show. And then the show just went to the side. And it was a really good show, still, and so I left it up. I mean, like, because it's a really good show, but we only touched on Mount Rushmore for like ten minutes, so I just have to change the wording in it so people don't get bait and switched. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I feel like a lot of this is a bait and switch, and I feel like the triggers are what they're going after. The second thing about Watch the Water that I wanted to talk all about a little bit was the coronavirus, and so along with the the snake venom in the water, um, and remdesivir, and how that was interacting with the snake venom in the water and that's what was actually killing people if i understood this right um they talked about coronavirus and there is a meaning and i don't remember i saw this with the crown and the is that where you're yes that's where i'm at yep with the so the the coronavirus they they put it together and i think it's latin and it means like the head of the snake or snake venom or the pope yeah. and then the snake is there a biblical side to this? Absolutely, there is a biblical side to everything that is going on. There just is. Whether it's biblical, I, I I'm not even going to go with universal on this. I this is a biblical thing. This is a straight hand of God. Something's gonna happen. Something something happened. Like there's something going on. Is it in the name of coronavirus? Maybe, but if you believe that, that, that coronavirus you know the 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 ovid k was mm-hmm. created by just the snake venom and this is why all the people do we well, almost have to believe it from every cold then because coronavirus itself has been around for a really long time coronavirus is your common cold that's what they used to call your common cold yes so it and it's on the uh like the animal side too like horses can get it it's actually mm-hmm. running through the horse world right now like it's been around a very very long time well, and so this is so missing y'all think it's made from snake venom. So if you're going to believe that Ovid K was causing the COVID um, positive tests or the COVID, you know, the, the, the COVID problems, then you have to believe that all of the colds that anybody has ever had have been caused by snake venom because they're all called coronavirus. If you're going to tie it into the name like that. Is there truth to it? I, I don't know. No, I don't. I don't think so. I, I don't. I just, I I can't see how, and I know Jake kind of felt the same way. He just couldn't understand how they could do and why that was probably the biggest thing too. They probably could figure out how to do it, but why, why would you do that when you got, you got the, like Americans are lining up to get jabs and why would you do it when you've got, you know, 95% of, of Americans on, on antidepressants, on anti-anxiety meds, you could just work into that, all of that. So that doesn't make any sense either. Um, it was man-made in a lab. This I'm willing to go for. So somebody, the another theory that the guy was talking about was that it never actually came from a bat. It came from a snake. Is it possible? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. This. fucking, I never believed it in the bat thing. Like it coming from a lab makes more sense to me than it coming from an animal. I mean, we've been bitten by leeches and snakes and like, I ain't never got nothing. Like I got to wear a mask around up in this Walmart. This doesn't make any damn sense. And when an initial, this is why I didn't buy into the mask shit either. I'm like, how are we going to have this huge pandemic that came from a bat? I got to wear a mask, a bat that's probably bitten a hundred people in a month. This this last month anyway. Like, how are you going to have such a reaction to this, this one time? Why has this never, ever happened in the past? They handled these bats all the time. So the lab thing, I I am more inclined to believe more than the bats, more than the snake venom in the water. Um, or could it have been a snake, like a snake bite mm-hmm. that was altered? Yeah, I, I believe that. I, I, I believe it's
1: been altered, too. Like, I don't think it's just... No. The, the jump from animal to human is a big jump. That, that's that's a, a big jump. That's Isn't a, it, though? It is. Anyway. Like I've I've been around enough horses with corona. Like, I've, it, you know, unfortunately been around enough forces with coronavirus, and that jump didn't, you know.
0: So what about the antidote so this is where uv is kind of head on so i was annoyed that he we went on and on about the venom but oh okay what about the antidote this was one of the things about the entire series too that i struggled with because we get to the end and it's about 57 minutes long there's really no wrap-up there's no like well this is what we can do and this is what we we're gonna do and maybe you need to go buy 500 filters and here's my code i mean at least that would have been something but there was no wrap up to it and then there's another series with this same chiropractor and i haven't watched it yet so i'm not going to speak on it too much but it basically i guess whoever he was interviewing uh they kind of put him in a corner with a lot of and he seemed kind of off now i don't he was just like lots of smiling and oh like really excited about this whole thing and maybe he was just nervous and maybe he was just excited i don't know but the whole thing he just felt very off to me i feel like like um What's the guy's name? What's the guy's name that did the documentary? Stu Peters. I feel like Stu Peters did his job. I feel like he his job is to come out and be dramatic and to get you built up and mm-hmm. then to get you invested. blow your mind yeah, to blow your mind with all this information and then to stand there and take all the the money and the views and the clicks, right? But this guy that he interviewed, like, he just seemed really odd and off. And and I'm not in and like my chiropractor, super smart guy. Um, I, I would I go to him for medical advice all the time, actually, when it because I don't want to take all this crap. Like, I don't wanna take all this medicine. Like, what else can I do? And yeah. He's like, well, I read this book and then you could try this, this and this. And I'm like, you're fucking smart. But so I, is he knowledgeable? Absolutely. He is. But he just it just it felt very commercially and very it like it was designed to piss like you like scripted off. yes and it was it was designed to piss you up with no like no solution there was no solution none like what's okay so great so there's snake venom in our water so you're basically what do you do? you're that I feel like both Stu Peters and this clown Had a responsibility to the people. If you're going to come out with information like that, even if you're going to, even even if your job is just to inform people, you need to have something that people can do. Because now we got these people shutting this documentary off and they're sitting on their couch in the dark and they're just like tears and they're scared because people are scared anyway. I feel like they really dropped the ball on the responsibility portion of it, especially with something like this where they couldn't really back any of it up. With anything, I mean, really, outside of well, then I tested my water and it was guess what? It popped positive. Yeah, well, like I said, that somebody took a COVID test to an orange and it popped positive. So is there <laughs> snake venom in the orange too? Like, you know what I'm saying? Did they do I, a couple
1: fruits? Wasn't this a big thing? People, like, yeah, yeah,
0: there was like people things were that were.
1: Fruits.
0: I I struggled mightily with this, and and I hate it when people do this. Like, I'm not going to come out here with a bunch of scary information for you guys and be like, oh my God, and this happened and this happened. And they be like, okay, thanks for coming. High five. And not give you, give you a solution and not give you like, okay, so here's what we're going to do now. Here's what we're going to do after this. Like, everybody needs to go buy some water filters. Everybody needs to get their water tested. Everybody needs to start calling their their senators, whatever, something. Like, you need to do something. And they didn't do any of that. They just, he just ended it. And everybody just fell all over themselves about this documentary. And, and I'm not, I, I am 90% sure that the venom in the water thing probably is not what is actually going on. in like I said before, could they be putting something in the water to keep us sick? Yeah, they absolutely could. It would make a lot of sense kind of, I guess, but people are, making themselves sick just by doing all uh, you know like like doing stuff they shouldn't be doing like people are eating themselves sick and people are getting you know like every they're sniff gonna put stuff yeah. in the water
1: they're gonna make it so that it's not not just not traceable but just something you wouldn't care about like something you wouldn't think like fluoride yeah or like chlorine how they use chlorine to like you chlorine know,
0: or know things like that like, like, like yeah but I get get it. I get it. So somebody said chemtrails. I don't necessarily people bring chemtrails up to me at all. And I don't know enough about chemtrails to speak on either side as to what they are or what they're not. So I've never really talked about chemtrails. Um, But this kind of goes back to that same thing. Um, Yes. Could chemtrails be a thing? Sure. Sure. It could. But the reality of it is, is that our air is so dirty anyway. And like we got farmers that use these bush planes to spray their crops right well that shit yeah. it doesn't just stay condensed to the corn no, i mean but- it floats into your yard and it floats into your pen and your cows and i mean d- it doesn't make a lot of sense in my brain why an elite system is so that's so money hungry would spend a bunch of money trying to do this when they could do it another way for cheaper and for be more effective with it and 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 have it be more cost effective. Like I said, people are, people are killing themselves essentially, are unaliving themselves through food, through um, mental health behaviors, through, you know, and that's all done by design too. That's, that's the government. Like, I feel like that's a big, and then, so then to take it up a notch, to go put snake venom in the water, it just seems like it, it, it isn't necessary. Um, I kind of went this way with it, I guess to kind of wrap up the, uh, The watch the water stuff. Yeah, I I feel like this was uh, as far as like on the on our side of things, on the conspiracy side of things, on the right side of things, whatever. Yes, this was absolutely a distraction or just something that somebody used to maximize their brand on uh, at this point, because I feel like there wasn't really anything in that documentary other than the venom being in the water, which didn't really have any solid proof to back it up. Uh, that we didn't already all we already knew that remdesivir was not the ideal medication um when it come to covid-19 that it was that was really harmful to people's people's bodies i mean that's out there it's like chemo or anything else mm-hmm. we already knew that the the hospitals were uh they were so overwhelmed that <laughs> they had a hard time keeping up with patients right that we already so and this is why maybe a lot more patients um were unalived in a hospital versus you know we already knew that Ovid-K was being pushed uh, by the media. And what happens, especially you got a whole generation, you got a whole population out here who goes to the doctor at every sniffle and every cough, convinced it's can't. you got WebMD, right? You're just going to town. Oh,
1: my gosh. WebMD is not your friend.
0: Correct. And so every time you, like, oh, I got to, like, I have, go Google. I have a scratchy throat. What is the first thing you're going to see? You're going to see Ovid-K. And you're going to be like, that's what I have. And so then you're going to go to the doctor. You're going to get tested. The PCR test is trash the oranges, they all pop positive PCR tests. You're going to pop a positive. And then, you know, then, but then that's like your emotions take over, your triggers take over. And And then you're, you're sicker than you were initially when you started, right? Because your mind is a powerful thing. And if you convince yourself that you're sick and then you back, you get it backed up by a doctor or a person of authority, you're 10 times sicker.
1: It's true. Um, when I had the Ovid K, I had about a two-hour stint where my mind went down the, like, the the what if. Mm-hmm. And I watched my body's symptoms increase. Like, I actually, like, did an outer body, like, observation. I was like, okay, so two hours ago, I was not feeling any of this. And all of a mm-hmm. sudden, my mind started to, like, really get into the oh, my God, what if, what if, what if, what if, on the mm-hmm. negative side. And all of a sudden, those symptoms came fly like, you know, I couldn't breathe. My chest was heavy. Like all these things started happening because that's, you know, what was going on in my head. And the moment I kind of, I meditated, I sat down, I went through my process. I kind of got myself within like 20 minutes of being in meditation, I could breathe better. I could feel my, like, you know, I, all of a sudden that my, my thought process calmed, which calmed the triggers, like my body's reaction to what I was thinking. What I was feeling up in my mind,
0: and things settled. And um, HS said there is an opposite of the placebo effect, and, and what she said is dead on. Now, let me ask you something. I know that you tested, you popped positive for COVID. You started. Yeah. What led you to go get tested? So I'm going um, to ask go you that.
1: What I will let it, I, it was actually, it was guilt. Uh, Because I had to go back to the office on Monday, even though my stuffy nose that I had had kind of subsided. I was seeing some clients who were immunocompromised and I just felt a responsibility as a practitioner to make sure like I could feel like, you know, I was backing up the way I felt uh, in that Mm -hmm. moment. So I went and honestly, when I tested, I got my results saying positive. Mm -hmm. I thought somebody was playing a joke on me because at that time I was like, what are you talking about? Like, you're kidding, right?
0: I didn't have any, I mean, I had congested. So you didn't, so you didn't actually get tested because you thought you were sick. You got tested because you felt, you felt like if you did have COVID, it would affect your immunocompromised patients. Is that correct? My clients. Yeah. Okay. So let's say that this Mm -hmm. had happened maybe back in 2018 what would yeah. you have done? What would you have done? If the same thing had happened in 2018 and Ovid K wasn't a thing, what would you have done? Um, I would have, if I had no
1: like stuffy nose, like if I didn't have the stuffy nose no, and everything if you was no, nope,
0: nope, nope, nope. I would have gone same back thing. to work. I would have okay, gone back so to work. So you would have gone to work. So if you had a stuffy nose in 2018 and Ovid K wasn't a thing, you would have just gone to work. If I did, if I had a stuffy nose, I wouldn't have. If the stuffy nose was gone, I would have got back to work. Okay. So, but this is kind of what, and, and this is, this was the point mm-hmm. that I was getting at. So this is, this is kind of what happened with a lot of people and not, not necessarily yeah. the guilt thing either, but, and then you, so then you were positive. So then not only are you positive and now you got to take certain protocols, but your yeah. positive test also goes up into the database and attributes to the numbers of, of positive cases, right? And so, all those positive cases that are scaring people. And this is why I screamed from the absolute fucking beginning like, unless you are extremely sick or you feel like you're getting extremely sick, like fever, you know, stop getting tested. Stop getting tested. It was the only you're, time I, and it was crazy. Only, but this was now looking back at it now, that's what the problem was. It's, it was oh, everybody sure. was getting tested, but everybody was so scared. Like, I had a friend. She's like, well, I just was feeling a little off. So I went and got tested. i okay. Why would you do that? And then, of course, she popped positive because, because, and, but she never did get sick. And she didn't, she got to be home from work for two weeks and whatever. She never did get sick, but she was just feeling. So we had thousands and thousands and thousands. So all of these, and, and before you know it, then it went from deaths from COVID to cases, right? That like uh-huh. then the narrative changed. And they did it to scare people. And then the more that they had, the more people got scared. The more people got scared, the more people got tested. The more people got tested with the faulty test, then the more tests that came back positive. And so then you got more positive cases, and it's like this cycle. And then everybody. So then when the vaccine vade came out, people were like, "Oh my God, we got to get," you know. And now a lot of these people are are vaccine uh, vade, and they're where they thought. COVID was really scary. Like they're finding out that they're actually the vaccine bay, the reactions from the vaccine bay are a lot more scary. Mm-hmm. Um and it was actually
1: that moment when it was positive in that process that I went through. That's really when I really started to hugely question everything. Like I was questioning things before, mm-hmm. but it was actually that my turning point where I was done.
0: Yeah, this was was, absolutely
1: there was no there was no room for me anymore. I I was done.
0: We have an entire generation of people pleasers out here that Mm -hmm. get tested for other people. This made no sense to me at all. Just they did exactly what you did. They Mm -hmm. got tested. They got jabs for other people. And I am out here just like. Like, I get it. I have empathy. Like, I'll stay six feet away. I'll wash my hands. I'll shop at certain times so that you don't have to be there. Like, I'll go out of my way to make sure that you're comfortable. But if you think that I'm going to inject my body or let them shove any kind of Q tip up in my brain to test me for a virus, I'm not even sure 100% exists. You're high, but I understand your fear. So I'm going to go out of my way to make things more comfortable for you. And that's okay. But I'm not going to like, do that to myself. And I, I feel like, that's where the play was with this whole thing and this was all a setup right like we we have this generation of people who have been raised to put others needs before their own jen snow jen snow is part of this generation i fortunately am not because i'm a very self-centered person actually no that's a big fat fucking lie But I used to be like, I used to be a big people pleaser. I used to apologize for situations that were not my my fault in order to keep the peace. This was all done by design through various different actions from the government who was altering uh, the way that society did things and then society who would alter the way that you did things. And we were taught this in school. We were were to be kind and rewind, right? Well, fuck you. Rewind your own video. Like, I'm already done watching it. Like, it wasn't rewound when I got it. There's courtesy shit. I get that. But mm-hmm. they, this is what played into that so much. And this is also what played into the virtue signaling of the mask. Because if you were seen out wearing a mask, you were you were seen as a, a high and mighty person. The other way with it, if you were seen you were outside seen- with that one, you were seen as like a selfish piece of shit. Yeah. And I, I own know. that. Like I, I had a T-shirt made. It was great. It's a selfish piece of shit right on here. Right eat me but this is what it is and and it played into people's triggers because people it would did. get so triggered so a lot of this with and, and i'm going to tie this back into because we this is what i wanted to talk about like with watch the water it triggered the people ovid k it triggered people and and the things that are going on in shanghai which is another thing i wanted to touch on today so i don't know have you
1: no I so haven't. Shang.
0: Shanghai is having a rough time and I don't know how much of it is actually true and how much of it's propaganda because we got to remember when when COVID first became a thing we saw that footage from Italy kind of the same kind of thing Australia yeah. was another one turned out to be a very small part of Australia very and almost a non-existent part of Italy it was all propaganda or it wasn't Italy the Australia stuff was hit or miss but it just depended on where you were the Shanghai stuff is really bad like people are being locked in their homes but Again, this started at the same time when COVID started again, and and it turned out not to be true. So, but it triggers people's like they're like, "Oh my god, it's going to happen here." Oh yeah,
1: the sixth wave. They're talking about it here in Canada. The, our main medical officer is talking about how the sixth wave is hitting us, and you can see everybody going, like, you 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 can feel the tension starting to still. Oh yeah, they just um what was it. Wednesday last week, I just happen I literally, I don't watch the news anymore because I'm, you know, I haven't been watching it for months just based on what we've been going through. And um right, but I was upstairs and I was talking to my mom, and I was, they watch the news religiously. And I just caught it, and I'm like, "There's another wave. Like, are we not done? Have we not <laughs> moved on?" And yeah, they're now starting to talk about that again. They and again, the push is around the vaccine bay and you know
0: mm-hmm.
1: the yeah, next that's become, dose
0: or the next it's a hot, booster and it's becoming a hot topic here mm-hmm. it's so. a hot topic here now because the white house just issued a statement last night about their coronavirus task force and how they're going to get jabs in everybody's arms and so on it's like this this bullshit isn't over it is not over as far as as what they're going to do. But I think a lot of the the Shanghai stuff, and I think, again, this is being done on purpose and it's being shown to you here in the States in uh-huh. such a way to get you scared because now the conversation's picking up about it again, right? Yeah. I'm going to talk to you about I want to talk the Shanghai stuff. So basically, they're locking people in their apartments. They're not letting them go get food. They're not letting them leave their house. They're starving. They're they're unaliving themselves because things are so bad. They're beating people in the streets. This is what's being projected to hear to you in the States. I want to full stop on this a minute because the exact same thing is happening in Ukraine. By the Ukrainian government on its Ukrainian citizens. And that's not being put out here at all. So I want you to think about that next time you see the ship from Shanghai. Okay, is it not happening? I don't know. Is it happening? I don't know. It, It could be China is a different beast when it comes to managing their their population. Okay, the CCP different beast entirely. I have my theories about some stuff, but I'm going to save those for another life. But I think people get really like, oh, my God, it's going to happen here. It's coming here. They're going to do it here. Right here, here, here. And Mm -hmm. I I can literally when people start to say that, like in my life, I can can literally feel feel their heart palpitating and their triggered response to it. And it just becomes another matter of uh, you're going to bring it down. Let me I'm going to remind you what happened in Italy. I want to remind you what happened with the, the propaganda from before. Um, we need to, you know, stay calm because you cannot make logical decisions and logical. Again, watch the water. That lady went and spent $500 on water filters. I'm not even convinced the whole thing is true or any of it's true. And if that's $500 that she doesn't have now because she spent it on water filters that she might not need, it it gets people to make decisions in, in, from a very scared Um, and a very emotional state. state. And the shank, could it happen? So with the Shanghai stuff, could it happen here? Yeah, I suppose like if you live in like your Chicago or your 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 downtown New York or your L.A. or whatever. Yeah. Your bigger cities. Could they get really Gestapo with that? Absolutely. They probably could. They've got the manpower to do it. They've got enough people that believe in the government to pull it off. Um, Is it going to happen for the majority of? No, probably not. Like I like like. Sheriff Ernie from down the block, like he's not going to come in and with his battalion and beat you up because you're not staying in your home. Like these good old boys outnumber these authorities, persons of authority in these small towns, 25 to one. It's not going to happen in your town where it might happen again is some of these bigger cities might get a little more Gestapo. We saw like Michigan was one, but even in Michigan, it was the bigger cities. All these little towns were like, nah, we're not going to play. So, I need you to, like I want to talk about what people can do when mm-hmm. they start because this is going to just continue and continue until we get through the primaries. It's going to get worse. it's going to get worse. the propaganda is going to get more. it's going to get more people are going to get scared. How can people remind themselves to stay out of that and and to, to, to stay in a place of, of concernment when it comes to the information that's going to be thrown at them from a hypnotherapist aspect? So how to stay out of it? While this is
1: all being thrown at you, um, one of the things is, is, you know, limit where you are, how much you're spending, how much time you're spending, how much energy you're spending on listening to these, to, you know, whomever you're watching, where you get your information from, how, Mm -hmm. you know, one of the biggest things for me was when, I guess in April-ish, mid-April, I you know, we all went down, I, you know, we were sitting there, we were watching the news, we were glued to it. And when I stepped away from the news and I, I took, I said, okay, I'm taking two weeks off. I'm done for two weeks. I'm not going to know what's going on in the world for two weeks. And at the end of that two weeks, I turned back on the news and I watched it. And I was able to look at it through a different set of lenses because I was no longer right. emotionally invested in that mm. thread. I w- took myself out of the thread. And that's really, you got to find ways to take yourself out of the thread so that you can look down on it and go, okay, what's happening here? And you, it gives you an opportunity to kind of see what you need to see, but also see where the filler stuff is, the, the emotion, mm. um, the words. Like, you know, sit back and pick apart a conversation. What words are they using that you are you feel like you feel? Like compliance. You know that Racist. word compliance. Yes. Those <laughs> words. Um I actually started to watch like I was, you know, when you watch a TV show or a series or something. That word comply is everywhere on all these new seasons. And I was doing it because I wanted to see. So not only are we getting this word from, you know, the the news that's talking about overday and the jabs and stuff like that, but they've been programming it through the TV series that you see. A lot of that language is there. So I was like, so I started to compile this information and I was like, oh my God, not only are we getting it from one source, but we're getting it from the background of another source. And Mm -hmm. so Getting out of that, like taking yourself out of that, um, and I really—the other thing is dehypnotizing yourself every day. So doing a short meditation where you go deep enough and you count yourself out really allows your your mind to go. Okay, this is all waste. I don't need this, 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 and this, but I'm going to keep this, this, and this, and that's what I'm going to bring into my subconscious mind because that's you know, working with my beliefs. So that's another way when you're watching something stop and you feel that you're triggered, take a moment to go into a seven minutes is all it takes is seven minutes to get into a deep meditation or listen to a guided meditation or go do something that allows you to kind of download and see how that actually, is that how you're feeling now? Or is that how you were meant made to feel based on what you were interacting with? Again, it comes back to this point of observation, observe what you are interacting with and how you respond to it. And that will help you determine whether you are being triggered by what the language they're using, by the images they're using, by um, the information that they're, they're passing on, or if it's actual, you know, okay, I need to investigate this more and investigate more. Okay.
0: So you're um, saying basically that if people just need to shut it off. Like they need to take breaks.
1: Yes. And to
0: not live in so how the, can people I know I think a lot of people are really scared that they're not going to be informed. I think that people yeah. they get really I'm I'm playing with some stuff. So you're going to agree with me while I do this. <laughs> I love um, but I think people get really scared when they <clears throat> when They feel like they're not going to be informed they feel like they're going to miss something this was a word that you taught me too the fear of missing out like you feel like you're gonna miss something and everybody Um, like when when people were coming at me about watch the water and i said okay well we're gonna do a watch party on on saturday they're like you're gonna wait a whole week yeah i'm gonna wait a whole week like i'm i don't care like if if i don't get to see it like i'm probably gonna be fine um but people get really like and this is oh. where I I struggle with mainstream media and people like uh, Stu Peters because this is exactly what he plays on. He plays on mm-hmm. that that emotion, that yeah. whole like uh, that that uh, oh my god you gotta come and you gotta come right now. Like realtors do a lot of this too. Like if you're looking to buy a house, stay away. Oh from yeah, the keywords like cozy or like this one's not gonna last long ladies and gentlemen Make yeah, sure you limited time
1: limited space that is yeah.
0: all meant to trigger that's all bullshit. and it's gonna be there next week too and or I something it. else. oh yeah.
1: it just drives me nuts that,
0: but um, people get into that st- and i know the only reason i can come out here and talk about that state and talk about how i feel because i used to do it all the time like me too. i used to, I used I to, go go to have percent we have to go get it right now like oh my I god why kid. am i not a part of that group why don't i get to know what's going on why don't Yeah. Think about it as a kid, I used to stay up and hide in the hallway
1: to try and not miss out when all my aunts and uncles were over so that I wouldn't miss out. And so as a kid, that was like built into me. Now as adults, we totally, we completely have that. Um, The other side of it is set a time limit. If this is something you want to stay on top of every day, say, I'm giving this an hour. And after that hour, I'm going to go do something That takes me completely out of that space so that I can look at that space the way I need to look at that space from a um, not from an emotional standpoint, but from an observation standpoint. So we got to take our emotions out of it and we got to do things that keep us out of survival mode, because once we're in survival mode. We are triggered because that we are in a heightened state of anxiety our anxiety or distress. Everything is starting to build. And that's when we become hypersens- hypersensitive and we have, we become hypervigilant. Once we are in those two spaces, we are reactive and some, and our reactive part of us changes where if we were in a calm, relaxed center grounded space, solid space, we necessarily wouldn't react to that, that word or that, you know, that documentary would we come back mm-hmm. and be like, okay, right. Let's look at this differently. But when we are in a con and I noticed this cause I've been running a little experiment on myself. Okay. So when I go to the coast versus when I'm in the mountains, my beats per minute change drastically my blood pressure
0: changes. Your heartbeat per minute. My heartbeat.
1: Okay. Heartbeat per minute. Um, Changes drastically. And my blood pressure changes. When I get to the mountains, I actually bottom out. But when I get to the coast, the level my blood pressure rises and I stay in a constant higher space of um, my blood pressure being higher. Uh, It's not too high, but it's higher than what I am. And I've been noticing this, this change so I've been tracking it and it's very interesting because it's, there's a point when I'm driving down to the coast where it happens
0: and I run. So like, this- like there's like a mile marker that it happens. Or <laughs> it's like, like, like this a-
1: stretch on the highway where I go from <sighs> to <sighs> a little bit more, my shoulders rise up a little bit more. And I, so I'm right. constantly like, you know, and I'm being able tracking this be- because I actually bottomed out when I was in the mountains and I, got so low that I was in tr- like, not in trouble, trouble, but I was really like, I needed something to help bring it up because I got so relaxed here. And I, I noticed that everything in my body. So I've been tracking my blood sugar. Like I've been tracking a lot of things um, just to kind of see what the difference is and how I'm being affected on um, when I go down to the coast, because the coast's energy is very different than where I am, where my house is. And so it's, I have to make a conscious effort when I'm down there to make sure that I'm bringing my shoulders down. Like just dropping your shoulders is, you know, it brings you down. You get live like this, you get tenser and tenser, you get more anxiety, you get more panicky, you get more reactive. But if you start to open your shoulders up, you let them rest, You, you work on even your body posture can help shift where you're. Your mind is going based on, you know, are you in a fetal position of protection? Or are you open and powerful? That can also help. So, when you're watching these things or you're taking in this information, pay attention to your body language. What is your body language doing? Are you starting to do this? Or are you starting to be here? Because that can tell you whether or not sub- you're having a subconscious trigger to the information that you are absorbing or learning or, you know, listening to so that you can, okay, wait a minute, I'm going here. So I need to kind of back off a little bit. I need to step out of this. So make sure that I can bring myself back down to a neutral space to continue this. So start to be aware of yourself in those, in situations where you are taking that information in and how it's affecting you before you get into that place of heightened anxiety, heightened survival,
0: so do you think that the media knows this as well? And this is why they play on. Oh,
1: absolutely.
0: Because like even as a marketer and, and I, again, I don't do, I don't do this because I feel like it's <clears throat> really manipulative. I but don't I do can it either. Remember I agree. When I can remember like working, because I was working at a, an assisted living. And so I would sell assisted living homes to the elderly and their families. Right. This is what I did. And I remember the marketing practices that they wanted us to use. Didn't necessarily line up with the ones that I I was comfortable doing and I knew that worked at the same time. Stone Bryson, good morning. Thank you so much. We love your face because um, they were big into watching the family's emotions and then basically preying on those emotions. Right, so it would be like <clears throat> if the family had I was really upset about the 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 person's dementia, it would be really like if and you were getting pushback about the room, you would create these scenarios that could happen to scare them into. And I hate that, like, and but this is what they wanted us to do. And then they would try to spin it in this way that said, well, it's your duty to make sure that that and it's like, no, like the family knows what's best for their family member. I don't feel like that needs to be done. And I ended up I did end up quitting after about a year and a half because I that was this. That's just not what I want. I'm not out here trying to scare the shit out of people to make a buck like I'm out here just to put the information out here. And then to try and come up with some kind of solution for it for all of you, so you can take control out of it if it's something that fires you up. But they really do, they do. the they media teach you that and, and sales, like it's yeah, huge. To play, I did sales, to play on emotions, correct? Yeah, to play on emotions, to play on on people's uh, triggers and feelings, and and I once just you get an never... remos-
1: emotional response to something, people are no longer. Obs- um... There's a word, uh, objectively listening.
0: They're absorbing. They're not observing. They right. get into that they're space absorbing it.
1: where it becomes theirs. And once it's right. yours, 99% of us own it. Now we can get out of it. There's a, you know, we can definitely shift that, but we begin to own it. Once we begin to own it, we create our belief systems, our perceptions all begin to shape and form around that. So that's how we see ourselves in the world around us. Okay. And that's what's happen and this is this is another reason I don't watch the news because I get outraged. Like I actually be my I get angry. Them. I get well, mad and I, I because think I think they, see the I think words. They, depend on
0: that too. they do they depend on like, that too because anger is is a powerful is it, emotion that makes you go is. do dumb shit. Yeah. And absolutely. so that's why
1: another reason I had to turn it off was because I was getting mad because I was watching the reels. Okay. Watch the reels. Then you watch you listen to the words and they create all this distraction. So you're going like this And then you get it emotionally invested and it becomes yours. And then they can just keep dropping because it's repeated. Everything is repeated. Right. And that's the other part of it is that is the anchor, the compounding thing that we've talked about so many times and how important it is when you're creating your best self. But here's the other side to it. This is the what I consider the ugly side to it. This is where they create those compounded angers over and over again because they continue. They've already got you now. You own it, so now they're just gonna keep driving it home so that there is no
0: other belief. Well, and is then more that ties into than the one they gave you. That ties into mental illness, that ties into anxiety, that ties into depression. A lot of people's anxiety, depression, a lot of the meds that people are on for these specific things. Could easily be resolved without meds simply by turning off the news, simply by just removing yourself from the constant stimulation of of events that realistically, I mean, you don't they don't affect you. What's happening in Shanghai doesn't affect you at all. It doesn't Uh affect anything that your day to day. It doesn't affect your kids. It doesn't affect your spouse. It doesn't affect anything that you do. It affects nothing. There's no reason that you need to know it. Like Shanghai, we're nowhere close to Shanghai. We're nowhere close to China. Could it happen here? Not as long as we still have our our Second Amendment. No, Mm -hmm. no, because we outnumber all of them. Period. Like I said, the good old boys that outnumber your local government that are all locked and loaded. There's no chance that they're gonna they're gonna lose, and they know it. But they show you these images of what's going on in Shanghai. You know, and I'm talking about the masses. I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about your CNNs because I don't really think they're showing it. I'm talking about your right. So your your right sided media, your your Fox News, your OANs, your um, Stu Peters. They do the exact same thing only on the other side. And so you need to if you are going to continually watch the news and and then you need to watch it with disconcernment. you need to watch it without your own emotion. And if you can't separate the two, then you need to turn it off. It doesn't affect you. It doesn't affect you anything that you have to do. It's not going to drain your bank account. It's not going to take your home away. It's you need to be informed, but you need to be informed only as far as, as what's going to affect you and what is not going to affect you. So this is why, like I, I run a telegram group and I've got mods in my telegram group, but just Justin is in there and he's, he posts a lot of stuff. And the only thing I asked him when I, I made him a mod, I said, oh, I'm cool. Whatever you want to post, just one, don't spam it. Like don't go post 50 articles in 10 minutes. Um, and just make sure that we're only posting things that are somewhat relevant to what I'm going on or something that, that maybe interests you uh, a little more than other things, because I feel like what a lot of times happens is people get so wrapped into all the stuff. And I don't want to create that mass tele, I don't want to have a telegram group full of, and just triggered ass people like, Oh my God. Like all this stuff is like, I don't want to create that. I feel like I have a personal responsibility to not overshare stuff and information into that group to scare people. And cause some of it, some of it's legit. Some of it you got to know, but some of it's just, it doesn't matter. Like it, it doesn't matter. Like what happened in Canada that we needed to know what was going on in Canada because you're, you're right there. Like there's, you're right there. We get a lot of our yeah. goods from Canada. Well, I mean, yes, we need to maybe have an idea what's but nobody should be surprised if what's going on in Shanghai is actually going on. You shouldn't be surprised at this point. They've done this for years and years and years. This is the (laughs) CCP. Like it it never affected you then. It shouldn't really be affecting you now. The only reason you really maybe need to know is it could become an issue here again with the covid ramping back up.
1: It could be the attempt at covid ramping back up.
0: Correct. Well, there will be no attempt. These, some of these big liberal cities, they'll take it on and run with it. But hopefully there will be enough people there that have given up on the whole idea that it won't work. But we'll see. Well, I'm hoping
1: that, you know, like enough people have, you know, with everything kind of opened up now in where we are, like where we're allowed to go to restaurants and all this stuff mm-hmm. that if they try to shut everything down, people are the masses are going to be like, no. We're not that's playing there, and that's what that's has to happen. We're at. We like, have to be like no, you know, um, enough's enough. We're moving on. Like, and and that's the thing is that's where the that's where the big thing anchor is to control is that if they have the masses with them, then it's easier. But when more people go enough's enough, we already lived through this. We're not living through this again.
0: It'll be interesting to see what happens. I agree. With that, ma'am, we are right at the top of our hour. Do you want to leave everybody with a little something before we go? Yeah. um,
1: When you guys, you know, setting a time limit on the investigation work that you're doing or, you know, when things are going on is a really great way to kind of keep yourself from falling into it and it becoming your own. And just when you do your investigation work, I, you know, one of the best things you can, whether it's a walk outside, it's getting on the bike, it's doing something That helps you reset so that you can kind of think about, like process what it is that you were feeling in that moment and see, is this what I'm feeling right now? Or was this what I was made to feel based on the information that I was investigating? And where does that come from? And when you ask that question, where does it come from for you? That will help you also get into a place where you get, you will have a, a moment of like I call it the my moment of clarity where I'm like oh wait a minute I have felt like this all the way down since you know like way back when so this feeling isn't mm-hmm. new this information mm-hmm. didn't make that feeling this information like triggered that feeling for me so it allows me to kind of step out of that space and so just getting yourself out of that space so. Um, that you can look at things objectively and witness them and so that you're not in the middle of the chaos It really mm-hmm. helps you kind of stay on the outskirts while you're going through this and keeps your fight or flight level a little bit lower, a little more at ease so mm-hmm. that you're not in, it's not happening to you, it's happening around you. And that can really kind of help when it comes to what's happening in the, you know, the news and everything else that you're going through. So, mm-hmm and breath work meditation all of it can really help
0: perfect well thank you jen and you guys thank you guys for coming you're welcome thank you guys for coming out to the live to this morning we love your faces uh uh, today is monday and monday night is texans night so we got conservative texan on tonight at 8 p.m central standard time we'll kind of see where he's at with everything uh i have no idea what he's been doing so we'll we'll get caught up with conservative texan we'll probably talk a little bit more about the ongoings of the country and and get his take on everything that's going on uh and some more current eventy issues but that's pretty much what i got you guys i love your faces thank you for being here thank you for all you do keep her moving take it easy tell your mom i says hi and watch out for deer. bye guys